Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco. Today I'm talking about my five favorite Metroidvania games as of right now. Yes, right now. Just right now. It could change tomorrow. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, late last year, I got a uh, message on Threads. You can find me there, PS Daily Pod. And uh, this was a message from uh, Juan Raul Gonzalez. And he wrote and said, uh, you should do an episode of your favorite Metroidvanias. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's a great idea. And in fact, I was completely prepared to do that show. And then just at the end of the year, uh, the PS Plus games dropped um, for the game catalog. And um, I had to push this off. So this has been pushed off a couple weeks now, a little bit more than that. And uh, I'm here to do that list. And I am super prepared because I've been prepared for quite a while. Let's talk about Metroidvania. If you are not familiar with what a Metroidvania game is, it's a combination of two genres, Metroid and Vania, right? So it's there's a bit of Metroid, and it's mostly uh, the original Metroid games and Super Metroid especially. And then the Vania comes from Castlevania. Not all the Castlevania games. Originally, Castlevania games were just level-based. But uh, starting with Symphony of the Night, the game became very, uh, well, it's hard to say Metroidvania when it's based on the title, but um, you're talking about a game that it has a map. Uh, it's generally 2D. Uh, uh, you can go vertical, horizontal, and there's places in the world that you can't get past until you get certain abilities. We talked about this on the genres episode. It can get really messy to figure out what the genre is, but we all kind of know it when we see it. Uh, it, and it can happen in 2D or 3D, but it generally is going to be um, 2D. And yeah, I mean, that's, you know, those are the those are the elements for it. You don't often see AAA games as Metroidvania games. You uh, do see you do see it a lot in, let's say, like indie games or small games, if it will. But more and more, you see it snuck in in a way. In fact, recently, I just played through Arkham Asylum which in many ways is a Metroidvania game. It doesn't feel like it at times, but, you know, it is. Uh, so it's it's a genre you do see a lot. It's usually a cross between platforming genres and adventure genres. And they're one of my favorite genres because there's something so satisfying about a good Metroidvania game where you get to a part, you can't really continue, and you really have no idea how you would continue. And then you get a skill that you never foresaw. And then you realize that skill advances you in this other area. When Metroidvanias are, I don't want to say they're worse, but predictable, is when you get to a spot and you go, oh, I can't get there until I get a double jump. And then later on, you get a double jump and you go, okay, I can double jump now. It's not quite as pleasing, um, but you get to like this, this red orb and you're like, I don't even know what that is. And then you get something that destroys red orbs and you're like, whoa, I can destroy red orbs now. I know exactly where to go. That's when they're at their best. But I've played a whole bunch of them in my life, and I wanted to go through my top five. So let's do that. How do I judge them? Uh, I've played so many over time. I'm going to judge them on a couple of things. One, how memorable they are. Um, if I can re remember story elements or remember satisfying parts of the game. And also a little bit, too, like how willing I would be to play it right now. Sometimes you play through Metroidvania games. Uh, Cave Story is a good example. It was one of the original return to that genre for indie games. 
And I enjoyed Cave Story, but the reason why you don't hear as much about Cave Story, unless people are talking about it with some reverence to the past, is because so many other Metroidvanias have come out that have done it a lot better. And so there are just newer games that are just better examples of these. I will start off by saying that um, even though it's named after Metroid and Castlevania, you will find that I do not have any Castlevania games on this list. And in fact, of my top five, uh, none of them are Metroid because this is a PlayStation show. But let's go to my list. Number five is Carry On. Uh, that's C-A-R-R-I-O-N. Not 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 like your luggage on a plane. Carry On is a game where you take the role of a blob monster in a lab. And it's a hilarious reverse from the norm, right? Usually you have to fight the blob monsters. But you get to be one and you eat people and it's fantastic fun. Uh, it, right now you can get it on uh, the PlayStation Store for $5.99. It's on sale until January 18th. And it's tremendous fun because... You are playing a not-so-common character in a game like this. And it's got a good enough story as you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on. It's got a great little ending. It's a beautiful little game. It's a little indie game. Had a lot of fun with it and um, obviously very memorable because I still remember it with great reverence. Uh, just a polished game with a good story and hilarious, hilarious fun. Just Sneaking in the way you sneak into rooms as the blob and you just terrify everybody as you gobble them all up is so fantastic. It never gets old. So that's carry on. Number four on my list is SteamWorld Dig 2. I love the SteamWorld series and I love all of them. Uh, I haven't played Build yet, uh, but I love all the SteamWorld games. I have them all. I've enjoyed them multiple times. SteamWorld Dig 2 is um, the best version of their Metroidvania. SteamWorld Dig I think was a Metroidvania, but SteamWorld Dig 2 just outdid it in every way. It's kind of like the um, the classic version of it. Uh, I really love the universe, and it's all about digging through this world. Um, you know, you just decide, okay, I'm going to go and do a dig. I got my health going. I'm going to go dig. I'm going to go find some things, and I'm going to bring it to the surface. I'm going to sell some stuff. I'm going to open up new shops. I'll get some new skills, and then I'll be able to dig through into other areas I couldn't do it before. It's a satisfying little game. It doesn't encumber you with some big open world or some huge map. Um, everything's right in front of you. And it's just, it's so fun to go down there and dig and find some new areas and use your new skills. Uh, fantastic game. It's not overly long. It is currently $19.99 on the PlayStation Store, but it does go on sale. So if it's something that interests you when you watch a trailer, uh, you can wait for a sale as well. In fact, it was on sale fairly recently, so... Uh, but definitely well worth it. And check out all the other SteamWorld games too. They're all pretty good. I should do a SteamWorld ranking someday. Number three on my list is uh, very recent to me. It is Blasphemous 1 and 2. Blasphemous is a great little Metroidvania game that is steeped in, uh, let's just say, religious uh, theming. Um, it, honestly, it, it might be the, the worst part of the game. It's so steeped in religious theming. A lot of times you don't even know what's going on and like, what are the, what are the belief systems here? And, and, you know, but it's so much fun to play. And I, I largely sort of start to ignore the story. It's just, it's just a bit too much. Blasphemous 2 is a newer game. It came out this year. Um, it's very similar in, in that sort of theming. I think it backs off a little bit. But both games are incredible. I've played through Blasphemous 1 twice. 
Uh, I enjoy it a lot because it's such a great example of Metroidvania gameplay. And it's a, you know, it's a big map and there's a lot to do. And there's so many hidden things. They, they, they have filled this world with collectibles and rosary beads and other power-ups. There's so much stuff to find. Almost every single screen has like some hidden item on it. And that's what makes it so fun. I am actually playing through Blasphemous 2 right now on my Nintendo Switch. And I am enjoying it a lot. In fact, it's a better it's a better game in many ways. I'll talk about it someday, I think, because it's, you know, it is on PlayStation. It's a better game in many ways. Um, you can choose uh, one of three different weapons in the beginning. And I, I didn't quite understand why. You can unlock all the weapons in the game. But some of the weapons have individual abilities. I know one lets you zap across mirrors. Another one lets you ring the bell. So it's kind of um, something I've never seen before, which is a Metroidvania that locks you out from certain areas. But depending on the weapon you start with, your path through the game will be different. So it's very interesting. Um, Very good. They definitely tone down the difficulty. The bosses have been really hard. But they've toned down the difficulty. I find it a lot easier to get through the map than I did in the first game. The first game was a lot more difficult. But uh, I'm enjoying Blasphemous 2 a lot. So uh, if I didn't say, Blasphemous 1 is $24.99, but you can play it for free on PS Plus Extra. Blasphemous 2 is on sale for a little bit, $22.49 until January 18th. Uh, Definitely recommend both. Um, but start with the first one, especially if you have PS plus extra, see if you like it really good games. All right. Number two on my list, bloodstained ritual of the night. This is uh, a game from, uh, Koji Igarashi. He is the uh, producer of the Castlevania games. I don't know which ones exactly, but he was behind, uh, symphony of the night and some of the other ones. And, uh, you know, he did a Kickstarter to make Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is a Metroidvania, um, definitely in the style of Symphony of the Night. What I love about the series was they had a spin-off game that was part of the Kickstarter. It was called Curse of the Moon, and this was a very 2D-looking game, and I played through it, and I loved it. There are three different characters in the game? Three or four? I can't remember. Um, and you, you can change between the characters and you can access different areas as you go with those characters. And the game is designed to be played through and beat multiple times. And I have not only gone through that game multiple times, but I beat it multiple times each time I went through it. Uh, it gets pretty hard as you keep going. I'm not sure if I've ever gotten fully through Curse of the Moon, but, uh, fantastic. Then Bloodstained Ritual of the Night comes out, and um, at the time I was playing it on the Switch, and I heard it had some performance issues, so I was kind of like, well, you know me, I don't don't love games that have big performance issues. But I had pre-ordered it, and so I decided to play it anyway, and boy howdy did I enjoy uh, Ritual of the Night. I enjoyed it so much that I went to YouTube to look and see how it looked on consoles like PlayStation 4. And I was like, whoa, that game looks incredible on PlayStation 4. Smoother frame rate, everything. And so, yeah, I think it was last year I decided to play it again. It's it's a game on um, it's on PS Plus Extra for free. It's $39.99 right now, though it goes on sale. And I played through it again on PlayStation, and I loved it. I loved it even more than the first time. Um, you play as a character named Miriam, who is in the Curse of the Moon game. 
and uh, she's fantastic. And then there are also some other characters you can play through the game as, and uh, I'll let you figure that out. But uh, just an incredible uh, game. You don't get too lost in it. Uh, a Metroidvania that you constantly get lost in is never a good one. Um, that's why Hollow Knight is not on this list because I constantly got lost and it was hard to navigate through the map. But Bloodstained is a great example of you can just zoom through the map as you get more and more powerful. Uh, it just makes it a lot more fun to um, to play through and look for all those little secrets and everything. So it's one of my favorites, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And PlayStation's a great place to play it. Looks fantastic. And my number one on this list has got to be Axiom Verge. This was an indie darling made by Thomas Happ, who famously did everything. I, took, I think it took like seven years to build. I uh, did the graphics, did the programming, everything. This game is just so cool to play. The music, the graphics, and then this is one of those games where the weapons that you get are just so freaking cool. And you get through areas of the game in ways you did not expect. And it's always out there to surprise and shock you. It's got a fantastic little story. I've played through this game twice now, and I'll probably play through it again. It's so good. Uh, Axiom Verge, it deserves all of the credit and love that people give it. Um, such a fantastic game. Uh, it's $19.99 on the PlayStation Store. It often does go on sale. I was surprised that the price was still too high. And I think it had been on PS Plus. But uh, absolutely fantastic. And uh, definitely my, my favorite Metroidvania on PlayStation. Um, that I can think of. I hope I didn't miss any because it is a genre that can kind of cross through. And um, I'm hoping I didn't miss any. If, if anybody thinks I missed a particularly good one, definitely let me know because I'm, I'm definitely a little worried here. I do have some honorable mentions as well. One of them is Infernax. Uh, that one just missed the end of my list. It's a retro style game that is probably more platforming and more classic Castlevania than Metroidvania, but there's definitely those Metroidvania elements in it. It is $19.99 on PlayStation Store. Uh, some other games that I really love that are not on PlayStation, sometimes surprisingly. Uh, Gato Robato is one I love, a very stylized, really fun Metroidvania to play. You're a cat in a, in a robot suit, essentially. Um, I love that one. I've played through that a couple times. The Ori series, which I talked about. Uh, absolutely love the Ori series. It is not on PlayStation, kind of a crime um, but I think Xbox controlled the IP and didn't want to put it on their direct competitor. Uh, and then in terms of Metroid, my two favorite Metroid games are uh, Metroid Zero Mission and Metroid Dread. Uh, both of those are excellent. Metroid Dread came out in 2020, I believe. Or was it 2021? I think it was 2020. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Metroid Dread is the, the newest in the series. And what an incredible uh, Metroidvania. I, I love that one. I definitely want to play through that again. And then Metroid Zero Mission, which is sort of a remake of the original game. Uh, great little package for it. And it actually has some different elements to it than the first game. But I, I'm not a lover of the original Metroid, but I love Zero Mission. They give you a lot more help on where you're going. And it has a whole storyline with Zero Suit Samus. And I, I love that game to death. Um, but yeah, those games are not on PlayStation, unfortunately. And again, coming soon, one of the games I'm really excited about, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. This has a chance to jump into the top five list. I'm really excited for this one. Um, but that's going to be a Metroidvania, and I'm very excited for it. So let me know what you think. What are your favorite Metroidvanias, and did I miss one? Um, there's so many good games in this series. If you haven't played Blasphemous 2, uh, that, is a, that is a newer one. I'm definitely, I'm definitely encouraging it. I'm really loving my playthrough right now. 
And all of these other games are so fantastic. It really is hard to order them. Um, but definitely Axiom Verge, uh, definitely my number one. So that was very exciting. So uh, thank you for the recommendation. And uh, we finally got it. We finally got it out there. So awesome. <laughs> PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. Email me topic ideas or feedback for the show, like we did today, at PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. We're on threads at PS Daily Pod, and once again, now on Facebook at facebook.com slash PS Daily Pod. Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. We'll be back tomorrow, but until next time. PlayStation.